Hello, everyone, and welcome to another market recap. Uh, looking at the week ending July 10th, let's take a look uh, how it all unfolded. The Dow Jones average was up 1% uh, to close at 26,075. The S&P was up 1.8% to close at 3,185. The NASDAQ was up 4% to close at 10,617. And the 10-year bond was steady at 64 basis points. So this week was very um, bullish for the market, right? You had a lot of uh, positive news in regards to um, China. China was put out uh, from the state media a very optimistic look um, at capital markets. And I also read some articles where um, some people were, were, you know, putting a lot of their life savings in the market in China. Um, that's not always the best thing um, because then things go sour and then um, you're basically in poverty. So, I, I mean, I don't want to be like a negative Nancy here, but, um, you know, that that's never a good thing where you put everything in the market, um, especially in the backdrop of, of what we've, you know, we've had all around the world. Um, and then the U.S. just keeps on um, uh, moving along smoothly in regards to Wall Street, right? Um, you had Amazon at all-time highs, tech at all-time highs. You got Tesla at all-time highs. I mean, it, it's like you can't do wrong when it comes to investing. Like any anybody that had a brokerage account that bought something, I would say anytime since February, March, April, um, you've you've made money. Um, you know, you bought a good five stocks, and let's say they're mid cap to, to large cap stocks. You probably made money. You know that you can't really say that often. I mean, and you don't have to be a professional, and I use that term loosely, um, in the market to to make money. But but I mean, you have you would have made easily 30 percent. And when that happens, it, it's you know it kind of tells you like 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 what's going on like what how, how is this possible um you know all over social media i see on TikTok, on on where people are saying look look at my account or reddit you know look how much money i've made and everything and like i said before in my previous podcast like that's fine um you know i'm, I'm all for capitalism and if you're able to make money like um you know you buy something you and you sold it and you, you make a great profit, that's, hey, kudos to you. That's high five, man. Like, keep it up. Like, I, that, that's, that, that's how the system is. But, you know, like every system there, there's, um, tends to correct from time to time. You start to see things that make no sense sometimes. And, I, and I'm going to say that very uh, cautiously. Sometimes things don't always work out as you expect it, right? You need to have, consistency in businesses for things to continue to grow um and if we don't have that then then you're gonna um you know pay the price like you know and let me take a let me uh, pivot to something that was also going on this this past week and and for those don't, that don't know it's um you know cryptocurrencies are um you could say you had a lot of what's called a pump and dump Dogecoin, and I'm and I'm the reason I'm bringing this up is because I like to read up on a lot of 
you know, social media uh, investments and stuff like that. So I, I like to, you know, share things that I see. And it kind of reminds me of, of kind of, a, a, you could say, bubble-ish type of behavior where people are just like, you know, making money on the most dumbest things. So Dodge, Dogecoin, I believe it's called, is cryptocurrency that was trading at 0.00, say two-ish or three-ish for the longest time, right? Somebody put out some sort of um, communication out there. Hey guys, look, if we all buy, spend $25 on this cryptocurrency and it gets to $1, um, we'll all be rich. Because if you because if you spend twenty five dollars, you would get I don't know ten twenty. I mean, not rich, but you would get like thousands of dollars equivalent. I mean, thousands of share equivalent. So if it was to reach a dollar, it's easy money, right? And so then that coin rose from like point zero again point zero zero three to like to 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 the to the fifth to the five. five I think five was point zero zero five was the max that it reached and then it came down dramatically. So again, it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a hot potato here. So great, you know, everything's good, you know, everybody's having fun passing this around, but remember the last person holding that hot potato is the one's going to be losing. So as I checked earlier today, that went from 0 0.003 to 0 0.005 and now it's back to 0 0.003. Now let's say you were the unlucky fellow that bought at 0 0.004 and change the four four to five you, you bought it at maybe close to five um and it was only there for just a bit and now you're back at 0 0.003 you lost like maybe like 25 30 40 percent of your value um so again don't you know if you're listening to this and and don't don't make dumb trades right don't don't listen to hype um, do your always do your own research, no matter what you hear. Either you know if you hear from anything within this podcast, or you hear something on TikTok or whatever. Always do your own research. Don't just jump in blindly on something like that. Is the worst thing you could do for yourself. You want to make sure that if you buy something, you have confidence behind it, um, that you have a thesis behind it. Don't you know by you just going off a a, a minute type of thing and you're like, hey, let me get in, let me put some you hard earned money into something you could potentially lose it. Um, you know, generally speaking, never really works out that well. Yeah, you know, also this week, um, you know, the very thing that's very interesting is that we've had a, a record spike in, in coronavirus um, cases here in the US. Um, we, I mean, I don't know if you call it that we're still riding the first wave, or this is the start of a second wave or whatever. But the um, like New York Times is reporting that the 14 um, day change of new cases is up 53%. Um, that's a huge amount of infections that that's hitting the US. Now, what we haven't seen is is that negatively affect, you know, the market, you know, we would see if if bonds, a 10 year is still around 60 basis points, have been 60 basis points kind of flattish, you could say for, you know, months now, I think close to a month or something. Um, normally when there's fear, people run to safety and they would buy treasuries up, which will bring the yield down. And we haven't seen that yet. You know, it, it, we haven't seen um, people rushing to safety yet. So it seems that market is, you know, content about what 
is you know the you could say the the stimulus the 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 Fed action um, and you know what we've seen in the reopening. But but a piece of me is is, is concerned. It's concerned about how this conti- this continued rate of infections will translate into maybe um, some states you know going back to shutdown mode um, and thus you know hamper businesses again. Um, if that happens, then that should negatively affect, you know, the market, because that means we're not, you know, we're, we're going back the other way. We're not moving forward from this. Now, hopefully the the news and, and now that the president has been wearing a mask, it just, you know, it, it's going to have people take this a little more seriously if they weren't. Um, and again, you know, you saw a lot of the pictures on July 4th. I mean, there's people having parties and um, you know, going out to beaches and stuff like that. I mean, like, you know, hey, if you social distance, that's great. You know, you need a stress, you need a stress reliever, go out and, and, and get out. However, if you're doing this in like small type areas where there's like, you know, pools or, um, you know, with a lot of crowds, I mean, you're not, that's not helping the cause here. I mean, you're contributing to the problem. Um, and then thus, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's common sense. It's a domino effect of, of what, what, what happens. So I, I'm, you know, cautiously optimistic. And I'm saying that on purpose, because people normally say that when they don't know how a pendulum's going to swing. It's like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a toying cost of, of, of how we proceed forward, you know, will the market move higher from these levels, or they're going to go lower? You know, it's a coin flip, we, we have, we have no clue. So, um, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, it's good to have cash on the sidelines and look for opportunities if, if you if you do have that now. Because, um, you know, if we start to see more unemployment from this or more shutdowns or, you know, we don't we don't know the, the end effects of of some of the jobs that might never come back. I mean, you have Brooks Brothers announced this week that they're going bankrupt. And again, another retail job that's lost. Um, I've talked about retail of some of these jobs that are never coming back. So somebody somebody that worked in retail, you know, and some of these big retailers that have, that have actually closed, um, you know, they would have to learn a new skill or go into another type of retailer. And again, it's like those jobs are, you know, like at 50% capacity now. Um, I was reading somewhere where somebody was saying, yeah, like you could come back to work. Um, and supposedly there was like a manager and it's like, but you're going to come back at a 25% pay cut. And not only that, but because we have less people now, because we're not producing as much, we're not selling as much, you're going to be doing more work. So how does that sound for your average worker? It's like, okay, wait a minute. You're saying I'm going to be doing more work, getting paid less. Um, You know, that doesn't sound very appealing to me. And again, this is just one example, but if we start to see some those type of things happening, um, you know, in, in in the hundreds of thousands of millions, then that you know that that won't be good, um, and and that's what um, I'm cautious about. All right, so the next thing I want to talk about, which is has been like a pet peeve of mine for the past, I don't know how long, but it's just getting more and more um, just nuts, okay? So you'll hear from time to time people talk about, quote, value stocks, 
or growth stocks, right? Growth stocks are the ones that don't normally don't pay a dividend and are, you know, growing their business. They might not be making out a lot of money right now, but you know, the future looks good for them, right? Um, you know, you could talk about, you could say Zoom and all these uh, DocuSign, all these companies are hyper growth stocks. Um, then you have the good old value stocks, normally financials, um, some consumer discretionary stocks, um, you know, craft. Um, these are normally slow growing, um, but they they give you dividends, they give you some sort of return, right? So for the longest time, you have all these talking heads on Wall Street always talking about like, oh, you know, is this is this a market for value stocks? Oh, is this a market for growth stocks? You know what? Like, let, let me give you that answer very, very simply. Both. Okay. Have a little bit of both in a portfolio. That's all you got to do. The, you know, why are you going to um, market time and go with one over the other? I mean, you're never going to be right. So you know what? have both have a little sprinkle of some you know dividend payers some you know uh, waste management in there and then you have some uh growth stocks in there i mean some tech names in there it's it's it, that's all you have to do it's like like people spend so much time and resources and you're running models and running all this nonsense on the difference between growth and value it's like but like why fight it just have a little bit of both in a portfolio. Stop talking about it. Move on. You know, what I want as an investor, and, and for a lot of people that have money invested or whatever, whether you hear on CNBC or you hear from, you know, people you talk to or whatever, is like try to hear things where people say something that is is something that you've never thought about and they're looking at kind of like, like a very, um, um, you could say, unique trend. That's where you're going to make money. For example, if somebody says something like, well, you know, um, we're, we're going to see an uptick in uh, uh, cybersecurity type of uh, firms. Really, no duh. Like, <laughs> I mean, if a lot of people, you know, in, in corporate America are working from home, obviously there's going to be spending in in, in computer t software. That That's a given. Like, don't waste time talking about what you could deduce on your own, Okay. But if you hear something from somebody that that gives you some sort of idea of, hey, you know, because of interest rates, because of this, you're going to have that or that, you know, you know, whoa, that's that's unique. I, and you don't really hear about that. Like that could be a, a great opportunity. But, you know, I, I mean, it, what, what I'm trying to just convey is like the, the information or the that you hear from time to time. It, it's I mean, it, is it really like anything relevant or anything you just be like oh great whatever i'm like okay well you know you're my advisor and i pay you for this like really like uh, that's i i you know my 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 10 year old could have told me that hey dad you know what like i can't um you know um so and so said that that this uh, zoom thing is 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 really uh, catching on it's like you know and you hear from your advisor it's like really like th that's all you got for me like come on Go back and go get me some substance. Like you want to hear um, good stuff, good information, and not just like things that that you could deduce on your own. And uh, no podcast would be complete uh, for this week if I didn't touch on Tesla. 
And let's let's start off with what happened on May 1st, 2020 of this year. Stock of Tesla was probably close to $800 at that point. And on that day, uh, Elon in the morning tweeted, Tesla stock is too high in my opinion. The stock closed down around $701 that day. This past week, the stock ended up closed at $1,544. So more than 100% return from when the CEO, the the guy who should know the ins and outs of the company, that knows how things are going on a day-to-day basis, said that the stock was too high. Okay, so in other words, he, like, you know, it's legendary cult status, this stock at the moment. When the founder, well, not, well, he didn't, I don't think he found it. He just, he he took it public and everything, but Elon wasn't the founder of Tesla. But, but when the CEO of the company is able to um, talk negative of the stock price, and yet within um, a month and change, the stock has more than doubled, that seems like irrational, right? And I talked to I talked to a lot of people about the rational the rationality you could say of the market. And if that doesn't kind of bode to, to that aspect, I don't know what does. I mean, um, you know, I understand about the future. I'm all about like tech companies innovative and, and I, w- I I give it to to Tesla. I mean with their the technology they're putting in their cars and how they continue to update their technology. It's it's very similar and I'm talking about just what they're doing and not, not like you know, with regards to profits like they like Apple does. But what Apple does, which I, I think is pretty amazing, is that you have an old phone, right? But they they'll update their software. And if you have an old iPhone 6, I believe you'll have access to the new um, I, uh, iOS 14 upgrade that's going to happen in September. So in a sense, your phone is like new. I mean, it doesn't have the spiffy new cameras or anything, but it's like new because you're going to have the same type of um, apps and things with your phone. It's like you just got a new phone, but you really have an older phone, right? So the same thing Tesla does with, with their cars is they'll update their software and they'll have, add new little things. And and even by doing that, the car goes faster, which is amazing. I mean, how often do you get a car... And because of a software update, now your car can potentially go a little faster, be more efficient. I mean, that that is, an, is amazing, right? But what what is not amazing is is when you look at, you know, the car, I, I think I saw somewhere like for a Model 3, labor parts and everything, a, a car costs around 20-something thousand dollars um, in cost. And they sell it around 30-something thousand with extras, you know, it gets up a little higher. But the thing is, like, it's not like their profit margin is not like an like an iPhone where they really where Apple can easily um, make parts and and bring their costs down. Um, they don't have that level of control. But anyways, now that's you could say that that's the similarities I see in the companies. Um, but that's about it. Like you know, Apple has so much cash, uh, Tesla doesn't. 
right? Um, so we'll see what the earnings is in the next few weeks for the company. Um, but but again, it's like I I'm not gonna talk negatively about the company because it's a cold stock, and, and you don't you don't bet negatively about a cold stock. Or I mean, you could go in if you want right now. But the thing is, the thing with a stock like this is just so volatile. You don't know if you make money or lose money. Like the, the moment you bought you bought it, or you could make you know, 10, 20 percent in in a few days or a day even sometimes. Um, so, again, it, it's 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 a very unique stock. And I mean, everybody's putting their eggs in this. And I've seen a lot of people's supposedly balances of their Tesla holdings. And it's just an amazing, amazing uh, return. And hey, kudos to you, anybody who has a stock or have bought the stock in the past few months. Um, but, you know, just just be wary of, of, of what happens in the market. I mean, beyond me, you could say, I mean, that's the only thing that comes to mind recently that had a very similar trajectory after I IPO'd, um, you know, with a shorter term, um, um, than, than what Tesla did. I mean, it went up to like, sorry, of went 40 or fifties. It went up to like $250 a share. And it was like, you know, it's the future. Oh my God. Like it was going to not eat meat anymore, whatever. And like, Oh, they just signed McDonald's. It's just getting higher. I mean, it was, it was similar hype, um, in any kind of smaller scale. Um, and then the stock kind of came back to, I think it's 150 ish now, um, from like 250. Um, so again, if you were the ones that bought at 200 220 and thinking, Hey man, like stock goes up 20, you know, 10, $20 every day. Yeah, I, it, that trade didn't work out so well for you. Um, so again, it's all where you where you get it, but also, you know, be wary of these type of hyper intensive stocks because you know the, as easy as they go up, they could easily come back down. I want to thank everybody for tuning into this podcast. I I, I appreciate your patronage, and if you feel this is something um, informative, um, you know, feel free to share this with uh, friends or colleagues. Thank you very much, everyone, and have a terrific and wonderful day.